0: So, welcome to Bare Skin with Celeste. I am always so excited. I know that I love that you guys follow along and listen to each episode, but isn't it amazing that I get excited with each episode? And I feel that I Hope you feel as empowered as I do that every week we get to talk to such amazing people and more importantly, really powerful, inspiring women. And I really use these sessions to inspire myself many times as well because I don't ever have a session that I don't learn something from or an episode that I don't take something away as a great life lesson. And today's guest, Heidi Brown, is truly exemplary in that arena. She's a CEO and Editor-in-Chief at Brilliance by Brown, it's a media company for skin health so you know that I love that. She had me at skin Health uh, but prior to find, founding Brilliance by Brown, Heidi was a very seasoned c-suite marketing executive, a strategist, communications editor in the technology sector. And when you look at that transition sort of from technology to skin health to beauty, if you're like myself, we're always wondering you know how do we migrate from that? to something that we often see as so personal. So I really feel that in 2019, she launched Brilliance by Brown because there really wasn't a lot of resource out there on skin wellness insights and minimal marketing of skincare products to women over the age of 40. And I share that because that's a lot of the reason I started Skin Authority Uh, with a multicultural lens. And you know how passionate I am about that, that every person with every spectrum of skin tone and skin type should have access to aging well, you know, conscious minded skincare companies, wellness programming and and Heidi's really spent her career bringing that together as a wellness enthusiast and a practitioner. So, first of all, Heidi, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you with
1: us. Well, thank you, Celeste, and thank you for that lovely introduction. Well, I I meant meant myself.
0: (laughs) I I even left things out. There was so much more, but I left them out because I know we're going to talk a little bit about them, so I want everyone to learn more. But, you know, I love to give everyone listening sort of a sense of your background because, one, there's so many people listening, I think, especially post-pandemic that are sort of thinking about their careers, thinking about... I think it made us all think about, are we passionate about what we're doing? Because time is of the essence and we should enjoy what we're doing, right? Because who knows what our gift of time is in this life. But tell us a little bit about your journey coming from Columbia, getting your MBA, being in the sort of C-suite in technology. What was it that moved you forward to where we are today and your passion for skin wellness, but more importantly, stepping out and building a company around it?
1: Sure, sure. So um, my inspiration I think really uh, stems from my parents who were both equally uh, pioneers in their own um, distinctive fields. Um, Wellness has always been part of how I do my life, um, how I live my life. Um, Technology was very exciting to me when I embarked uh, within within that uh sector, uh, especially in the um late 80s, early 90s. Um, I'm sure you can relate to this, Celeste. Um, what was happening, new concepts, new ideas, GUI, and you know, there was so much innovation going on. And the and energy was just crazy, wasn't it? I mean amazing.
0: I don't know how to communicate to people when I tell them that literally it was your, it was like you were on fire, right? Because there was so much going on and so much newness and the brightest
1: people, Heidi, the brightest people. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, coming, you know, um, from where I was out of, you know, I went to Berkeley, I'm a New Yorker, went to Berkeley, Uh, went back home, went to Columbia for my MBA, was working in publishing, worked for Ziff Davis. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Ziff Davis at that time was the publishing um, mecca, if you will, for uh, the computer sector. They they published all the Bible um, uh, uh, publications. And so I worked for PC Magazine, which was the premier magazine and worked in sales. Um, And then from that, um, knew that energetically, sales just wasn't, I was very effective, very good, but sales really wasn't where I resided. I needed to be a little bit more creative. um, And so made the leap from sales into marketing. And um, to your point about connecting with very smart people. So the CTO of Bankers Trust, which is no longer, interestingly enough, huge bank um, at the time, C- CTO had uh, founded a startup and I met him at a conference and he loved what I was doing and said, hey, can you come on board with the startup? And again, Celeste, you know, there was so much energy going on. People were innovating and, and, you know, finding different ways of supporting businesses, revolutionizing businesses and how they run, and productivity and the like. And so I was part of that. And as I graduated through my career, you know, going from a marketing manager to eventually becoming a chief marketing officer, EVP, um, the last role I had was at a media technology company. Um, but what was also happening to me in my personal life was my mother um, was diagnosed with colon cancer, um, which was uh, kind of shocking. Um, This was, uh, in, uh, 2007, I want to say, um, or eight, um, time right now, just in terms of the pandemic, it's like, what, what time, where was I in my life? (laughs) Um, and so, you know, I knew she was going to conquer it and she was very much about mind, body, spirit, my spirit. My mother was a noted, um, psychologist and life coach. Um, a pioneer in the whole area of life coaching. Um, so in any event, um, you can attest to this, Celeste, you know, just having a parent wanting to advocate for them, you know, um, wanting to make sure that everything that they were doing was helpful and nutritious and keeping them in a, in a healing place. So, um, that was also my focus. Um, And then she, you know, went into remission, which was wonderful. Um, My father then um, was um, unfortunately uh, dealt uh, a blow with Parkinson's disease, and he ended up passing away in 2015. So I, you know, I had these models of these entities who were just doing it. I mean, age wasn't anything to them. They were just out there doing it. And then to see both of them you know, slowly but surely kind of dwindle away and not be who I thought, or they, they just weren't who they were anymore, right. you know, by both psychologically, spiritually, and just emotionally devastating. And um, as the last company that I was with uh, was winding down business, I was there to help patch the company to be acquired. Um, my mother's cancer came back so there were all of these um life-changing events that were really impacting me um and always in the background wellness was always part of how i do my life i was also moving into my 50s um and still needing to maintain um uh my um my standard on my i believe my standard of you know how i feel right um, but not really finding any resources in a single source entity that really spoke to what was going on with me. Um, I think, you know, in terms of generations, um, you know, being in my fifties, um, my mother didn't talk about menopause or mm-hmm. you know, Or you know, she was just, you know, the diva that she was, just fabulous all yeah. the time. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: You know, and that was never going to change, right? She was going to carry I that got, that diva.
1: Yeah. I tell you, Celeste, I mean, up until the day she passed away, she was, you know, orchids in her room and just, yeah. you know, this music and just wanting to be all all in her glory. And I and I, you know, I'm so blessed to have had her in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, in any event, um, I wasn't very happy with not having access or information. I've always had a dermatologist because um, in my 20s, I dealt with acne and, you know, was on the Obagi system. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so to then have um, this uh, clear skin, but then why is this acne happening? What's going on with my skin? Um, to then go back to a dermatologist, but to also look at um, the beauty sector and uh, especially as a marketer, right? I look at things from that lens and look at who they speak to and they weren't speaking to me anymore. I mean, not only was I feeling ageism in my professional life, I was also feeling it just as a woman uh, who's aging. And that was rather disappointing. More specifically, um, there weren't a lot of skincare companies um, that were speaking to women of color um, that um, you know presented data or research or focus group information that spoke that also included people of color, and I found that that was rather disappointing because that's not my that's not how I've lived my life. You know, I've lived a very global life and and my world is very global and it includes everyone similar to yourself, Celeste. Um, and so that, and so all of this information, all of the information that I was gathering and because I was at this crossroads professionally, um, I was tired of tech, tired of, you know, making money for other people, quite frankly.
0: Well, Um, and I think too, you know, you saw an opportunity, right? I mean, you saw, I mean, in your own journey, you sort of experienced an opportunity for a business that others hadn't seen. And you know, Heidi, I have to say, you know, probably now, I you know, zoom forward, but 2021, what you're doing is more relevant than ever, because you know, you we still don't have as multicultural resources as we should. Studies aren't as diverse as they should be. Still, you know, and so you and I have a journey. (laughs) We still have work to do. We're still needed. So I think, you know, that makes it even more compelling. But when you think about starting that, you know, so you had this timing, you, you're, I mean, it was kind of the perfect intersection of your personal experience along with your business experience, creating a window for you to sort of consider something new. But going from that to actually starting it, you know, it's one thing to know you're in the right place and to have the idea, But then you got to really go do it. Right. So, so what was that first step out? What, you know, what was that journey to really go out and say, I'm going to create a real business around this?
1: So I lean into my, um, previous, uh, profession, Celeste having worked for three startups, understanding what it requires to build a business, Um, having um, the um, makeup of someone who um, is very driven. Uh, (laughs) um, And uh, I didn't really know where I was going when I started this. It's interesting where I am now. Um, I knew that the entity had to be information-based, disseminating information, gathering information, um, whether it was through uh, thought leadership symposiums, which is what I did in my previous life. Um, You know, what again, what could I adapt from what I was doing to what it is that I'm doing now? Um, Reaching out to um, CEOs of uh, companies within the beauty sphere. Um, And I happened to be at a gala in New York. Um, A friend of mine invited me and the um soon to be mayor of new york city um was sitting um well hopefully the election hasn't happened yet but um, (laughs) eric adams who's the uh current brooklyn borough president um was sitting at our table along with a host of other dignitaries and others who were in the room um but he was sitting at our table and um he uh, went over to my husband who's in finance and they were chatting and then he asked me what I'm, what was I up to? And so I shared with him, I was about to launch this business, Brilliance by Brown, the notion of skin health, skin wellness, that no one's really talking about how to take care of your largest organ, I think you take it for granted um, and how it does um, fit into um, the wellness sphere from a different perspective. Um, and most importantly, how to approach it from a truly inclusive, diverse um, uh, perspective—not to be redundant in that word—but that's really yeah. the direction going. So um, he and I started this discussion about wellness. He, in fact, had battled diabetes. Wow! And became diabetes through diet. Um, now, to the extent to which you know that's all true, you know, I mean, that's his journey. That's his right. that's His testimony. Well, I can only speak to what he shared with me. Um, but he is a plant-based um, person. And um, he um, has always been behind initiatives and the like that are about wellness. Um, and he said, Heidi, look, you know, I love what you're doing. I'd love to be behind um, giving you a platform to um, present a thought leadership symposium. So I had have- a... Yeah. door opening that's amazing good was, for you it was huge it was huge so um through his office worked with them and um launched uh the first um event that really inaugurated um brilliance by brown in uh late um october of 2019. Um we had about two hundred attendees and hundred people streaming into the event. Nice
0: job. Nice.
1: Yeah. Panel session comprised um was truly multicultural. So I had Dr. Michelle Henry. And for those of you who are listening, uh Doctor Michelle Henry and Slash, you know Dr. Michelle yes. Henry. Um, you know, she's Good morning, America. Um, she happens also to be my dermatologist. Um, so that was. I, I uh,
0: had her on my Skin Health Today radio show back okay. and I loved her, loved her. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. So she was a panelist. I had um, Rochelle Weitzner, CEO of uh, Poswell Aging. Um, I had Ginger King, who actually sits on my advisory council. She is a noted um, cosmetic chemist who works for companies. Um, I wanna say Avon, that may not be correct, but she's the chemist behind Joico, the Joico yeah, product. of course. Um, and uh, I also had um, Janelle Hickman, who is a journalist, beauty editor, uh, moderate the panel session. And so from there, Celeste, that was a way for me to um, announce to the world, this is what we're doing, this is what we're about, this is where you can find us. And um, it's blossomed from there. I mean, the pandemic really um, <clears throat> put somewhat of a hiccup on, on that one part of the business with regard to the uh, symposiums. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one we did was at Neiman Marcus in New York um, before it shut down. And that was quite successful. The focus there was about um, women in menopause, a 360 perspective. A holistic perspective mm-hmm. uh, 365 uh, days a year how do you deal with that and it wasn't just about skin health it was about um, wellness and physiology and all of that happens again panel session at OBGYN. we had the executive editor editor of L magazine uh, as a moderator um, and and that too helped to you um, it helped the business gain greater momentum and help build community because that's really what Brilliance by Brown is about.
0: Well, I think speaking of community and those things, I I agree that sometimes you get an interruption, well, we did get an interruption in live events in person, but I think it also made more people tune in to things they maybe didn't pay attention to before because they had nowhere to go. (laughs) So many times I know we found better success for our master classes through zoom and through Instagram live and Facebook live. I think there's not a, you know, a digital channel we haven't tried during this pandemic, but I'd love to know more speaking of community about the M spot, you know, kind of why you named it that sort of, because you, you mentioned it right. And the holistic approach of it, but, you know, I love that. And more importantly, can you share not only about M spot, but this idea of, you know, us women who are even more amazing as we age—that's where I'm going to leave it. We are more amazing as we age. It's not the reverse. Um, so, you know, how does how do things like M Spot help us to sort of really embrace these times in our lives as door openings versus closings?
1: Sure, sure. So, aside from the thought leadership symposiums, which are now digital and in the form. Similar to your yourself, master classes. In fact, everyone, uh, Celeste Hilling has recently done a master class with us. So I'm very excited uh, when that's published. Um, so aside from that, um, always looking to see how we can distribute information, disseminate information, speak to the audience, speak to women over forty um, as it relates to menopause, as it relates to. Um, women, um, quite frankly, try, uh, being rendered invisible, right? Because we're, we are very visible. We're very, we're, um, we're even more powerful. I think we have more knowledge. Um, we have more wisdom. We're very clear about who we are. And so the intention of the M-spot, uh, not just for menopause, but we matter. Um, we are more than, um, we are magnificent. Um, and as a marketer, you know, I'm always looking for terms and ways to kind of couch the energy um, around what it is that this particular section um, of our company website speaks to. So it speaks to products that support women who are in any stage of the menopause journey. Um, it also speaks to um, your gut health and the importance of. How you, how you eat, when you eat, what you eat, those ingredients. Uh, it also provides resources with respect to um, dealing with menopause or dealing with aging. Um, and uh, the uh, launch of this new section is recent as well, right? So constantly evolving, constantly innovating, Constantly looking at ways to share information. Um, so the intention of the M Spot, separate from all of the other information that we share, was to really hone in Celeste on women who are um, dealing with menopause. Again, whether that's you know peri, um, whether that's menopause, which we all know is just one day. and for those Right. Who- right he's <laughs> like wow really it's only one day I know. Um, we spend more time pre-posted yep exactly. exactly we spend more time free and post um and um also there are a couple of videos up there that speak to uh the power of um aging really mm-hmm. as women and um the um the need to not have to explain who you are. yeah. Just be who you are. Just right? be. yeah, exactly. Just be. And mm-hmm. and don't apologize for it, you know. Um, by the way, that's
0: a B for you, you marketing. You had the M, it's brilliance I the- by Brown. <laughs> just be, you've got that, see? You've got that. I'm giving you that one, the B. You just Thank have to you do know. it. Thank you but us. one thing I'd love is when you think about all of this, um, you know, when you look at all the things you're covering right now, what are you excited about? Like, are there trends that you actually are seeing that you really love um, in all the arenas that you're looking at, or do you see, particularly, you know, as we look at everyone sort of awakening again? And I, I say that in so many senses of the word, but you know, I I'm so happy to see New York reviving and being vibrant again it's one of the most vibrant cities in the world right and to see it come alive again but what are the trends that you're seeing now or are you thinking about what you're doing a little differently as you look to the future of you know what are you the most excited to embark on in this next phase of brilliance by brown
1: well the one thing that I'm excited about, Celeste, is um, joining a much larger conversation with regard to wellness, um, whether that's mental health, whether that's skin health, whether that's you know how we show up, being present, um, being honest with ourselves. Because I think that you know uh, a lot of us haven't been honest with ourselves. We you know we walk out the door with this wonderful armor. You know, it's like, all right, I'm this, I'm that, I need to, you know. I think the best thing you can be is vulnerable. Uh, to to have an open mind so that you can expand and evolve in ways that you never anticipated. Um, you know, what I'm doing with Brilliance by Brand is a testament to that. Yes, I know that I've always been a doer and i reached a certain measure of success, but, you know, that also um, doesn't speak to a lot of, you know, fractured, um, episodes I've had in my life personally. Um, and so how do you take those pieces, um, heal them and then move on? Well,
0: and I think too, you know, you hit on a good point that I always like to tap into as well Is you know, it's when you're good at something, when you're passionate about it, sometimes the things around it look like they happened really easily. And I think, it can be very misleading, right? Because when you talk about being vulnerable, I also think when we talk about ourselves as women women business leaders, nothing is easy. <laughs> nothing comes easy, right? I mean, Brilliant Spice Brown is a great example. Skin Authority is another one where, you know, you have something great. You have these great live sessions and boom, you know, quarantine happens and everything shuts down. And it's like, okay, plan B. Plan C, Plan D, you know? So I think, you know, all of those things and being resilient, um, I think is a unique woman trait, you know, of being resilient and perseverance. And I think you exhibit a lot of that in the way that you've, you know, continued to grow. And I think that's gonna serve you and everyone who's experienced what we've experienced over the last year and a half really well, because those two characteristics you know, they they can make up for anything we come across, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. is, is that perseverance. And I love that you've you've morphed to take into account, you know, mental health and all the things, because we're going to really talk about that going forward in a way that I don't even know if we know how simply, to give you an example, I think I shared this with you when we were talking last, but, you know, I'm someone who's very involved in the research community. I'm looking at all the, you know, I'm involved in a lot of the testing of things related to COVID and right. the viruses from a skin health point of view or skin as an entry point for things like COVID. Right. And, you know, I still got on a plane and went somewhere and I thought to myself, I had a little PTSD. I had a little bit of like, oh my gosh, I'm in a super crowded place. Oh my goodness. The plane is packed. Oh my, you know, and I had this little feeling of uncomfort, discomfort, like, So happy to be out and about again, but then another part of me was really guarded and sort of thinking, is this okay? And I think we're gonna feel like that that double-edged sword of freedom, and then a little hesitation for for a little time to come because we've been through a year and a half of you know fear, and I think that you know that has to and and frankly, when you're sequestered with fear, you know it's another thing. So. I just feel like that has an impact on our children, it has an impact on our workforce, and we haven't really spoken about what that means as people who maybe needed help and didn't have opportunity to get help during that time, or the isolation and the things that maybe created an onset of something that didn't exist before. And so I think those are all things we're going to have to have dialogues about because they play a huge, you know, mental health. and frankly stress play a lot in our overall health and well-being
1: well I tell you Celeste um that uh, the notion of mental health and what I was speaking about in terms of being honest with yourself um, to tell your stories and I think more of us that tell our stories and what we've been going through I think that that helps the healing process um, as a um, business leader, um, you know, we take on a lot and we understand how to manage, Um, but we also, I think sometimes discount how to take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that this time has helped many of us to understand um, how precious life is and the importance of truly being in the moment and of taking care of yourself um not to get completely off topic and within the mental health realm you know my brother and i don't know if i shared this with you but my brother um was a brilliant human being and um, he was uh, uh a certified genius if you will right um testing all of that and um he was diagnosed in 18 when he was 18 which typically happens happens in young men um bipolar schizophrenia Mm -hmm. and um my brother passed away in 2011 Uh, and he passed away in 2011 um because of the steroids he was taking because you know they Mm -hmm. balloon your body
0: yeah and the weight on
1: his body was too much for his heart to handle Mm -hmm. and so that i think impacted me more than my parents passing away So I found myself in a pandemic situation where my immediate family is no more. Yes, my husband, I have other, but I really had to think about, okay, what is my purpose and intention? And I have to be that much more specific about what I'm doing. It's important for me with regards to the legacy, my legacy, um, and how to really, make a mark with Brilliance by Brown in a way that um, really helps people and really um, operates from a place of of serving.
0: Well, and I I love that. And I think, you know, to bring it full circle to what we're both doing, where I think we can, what we're both doing can serve, what we're all doing together, um, can serve a huge purpose. And let me give you an example, what you were just discussing, right? So, like you, um, you know, anything on the spectrum, whether that's depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, you know, autism, I mean, as we look at all of that, um, vitamin D deficiency plays a role in our stability and our mental health. Um, and the reason that it does, and this isn't a celestism, you can Google all the studies dating back the last 20 years, um, but it's a hormone. It plays the role of a hormone in our body, and when we have hormonal instability, that's a physicality that results in a mental health issue, right? And we, there's not a lot of people that often put those dots together for us and i'm not saying it's a cure so don't get me wrong what i'm saying is that all of these things are interrelated in a way that we can't we can't any longer have a conversation about mental health that doesn't have a conversation about well-being that right. has a conversation about choices we're making every day and everything from our diet to our activities right because to what we're doing and skin playing a role in making vitamin d so So we used to think of these things as very disparate conversations. And even if you look at the medical profession, the fact that we have specialists in all these different things that don't talk to each other, but they're treating one human who has all of these things. And I think I love that medicine's making that move to you know, ambassadors for your health who kind of bring all that together. We're trying to bring outlets of information together so that we can help people connect the dots. But I feel encouraged that there is an awareness now of how interrelated all of these aspects of our health and well-being are and why we need to take a multi-pronged approach <laughs> um to understanding the relationship between all of these things because for for people that have struggled in my family you know definitely depression anxiety all those things are a big part of 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 because you know in many cases, they're genetic, so they're a big part of generation to generation of people um, experiencing things in ages that they were never allowed to speak about it. And I think that you know, now, as we look out, you know, knowing what I've learned, I think, gosh, how much I wish I would have known some of these things when I was younger because I didn't recognize what was happening in yeah. my family. I didn't recognize the link between someone self-medicating with alcohol or drugs who really wasn't an alcoholic or a drug addict in nature they were self-medicating a mental issue they had going on but had never been identified right so you know the more that you learn these things more you realize how much you can impact the people you love and those around you through educating yourself and arming yourself with those things so to your point, kudos to you because, as painful as, and I'm sorry for your your losses and your experience because, you know, you are you are the legacy of your family, and that's a lot, you know. But the flip side is, it's also made you so aware and deep and heightened. You you uniquely can discuss this topic because of what you've experienced, and I think that puts you in a place where you can also be someone who who opens doors for others through your own experiences. And so, yeah. you know, Heidi, good for you, you know, for stepping out and owning that space and doing it, but also for being vulnerable enough to share your experience, because I think it also shows that, as you said, you are not alone. And even when I'm listening, I'm like, yeah, me too. Yeah, we all kind of have had, not to minimize, but all have those things in our, you know, in our past that, and in our lives. So. With that said, I'm going to kind of change to, to a note here of, uh, you know, as we have these last few minutes to, one, I'd love for you to share with our audience, I do something called the burning question rounds, so I always like to kind of give you one word answers to things that people might not know about you. But before we go there, you know, how can listeners, I love that I was privileged to be part of your masterclass series, how can people learn more about your masterclass series how can they participate? You know, how can they connect with Brilliance by Brown um, so that they can become part of the beneficiary of what you're doing?
1: Sure. So you can find us at www.brilliancebybrown.com. Brilliancebybrown.com. Um, that's really where we reside. We reside in the digital realm um and so there are articles and posts and discussions and information and links to resources um as well as on Facebook uh you can find us there as well under brilliance by brown um and Instagram brilliance by brown um specifically to the master classes uh there is a tab titled master class there you can access a host of master classes and- they're all subject-based. So whether we're talking about melasma or hyperpigmentation or power of vitamin D with um, Madame Celeste Hilling, mm-hmm. um, or we're talking about um, the power of vitamin C, um, it's all in relation to skin wellness, not just for your face, but from head to toe, um, as well as your gut health. Um, and uh, what foods are beneficial to your skin um, and the like. Um, we are currently working on uh, two um, upcoming events that will be posted and shared um, on our website and through other social media channels shortly. Um, we always lean into um, skin, skin health, skin care, science, facts, skin care. I mean, that's one of the reasons why when you look at um, the list of products that are constantly evolving, we're constantly posting um, information about what products are beneficial, um, they are um, selected or vetted based upon the best ingredients for uh, skin over 40. Um, And they are also selected based upon um, the brand. How the brand presents itself to the marketplace, um, how it's formulated, uh, how it shows up, um,
0: if you will. Well, um, I got to say, you're a busy lady because there are so many brands out there now and so many resources. So you definitely have a, a lot of opportunity to vet all of those for sure. Yeah. So w- as we go into the next piece, oh, and finally. I am excited because I know when you talk about your events. Definitely, you guys follow Heidi. Go and sign up to get regular communication. With Brilliance by Brown because she will be uh, bringing back live events and uh, the second half going towards next year. So please, you know, stay in tune because if you're able to attend and be part of it, uh, you're going to really benefit from meeting her in yeah. person because she's as amazing yeah. as she seems virtually. So exciting! About that.
1: Um, Thank you, so Celeste. So, yep, yeah, I just wanted to quickly interject. So yeah. the, the upcoming event that we're going to be conducting is in October um, to celebrate National Awareness of Menopause. Well, national Awareness of Menopause. I don't know if you want to celebrate it, but yeah. in any event, uh, we're conducting, and it's a virtual event. So thanks. So yeah, I know, but it. you're going to get into it next year. So yeah, I'm excited. I um, excited.
0: So, yeah, yeah. so that's why they got to sign up. So they're following you and all that good stuff. Um, the last thing is I want to do a little burning round cause we have about two minutes, but, okay, um, so I'm just going to ask you, just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Um, if there's one person that you've ever interviewed who sticks out in your mind, who is that person?
1: So actually it wasn't in this business. It was in my other business. And that was my Google. And why, why did he stick out in your mind? stuck out in my mind because here is this there is this person who you know has um really made it in many different ways as one would think one makes it um but he was just very down to earth very cool very matter of fact um not to say there wasn't a you know little sense of arrogance there i guess you have to be worth like he is um but he was um, very inspirational to me because I definitely, in my mind, live a very big life, and so I was like, you know what, that's something to, to go for. He's a he's a great model for that. You know? I love that. I love
0: that we have those moments. And and to be honest, the people that always stick with me are the people that are the most real. Also, it sounds like you had a really real experience with him. Which he's is a real, so, really, which is so great. Um, I don't know if you ever saw the 60 Minutes piece on him a year or so ago, but they really drove home that he is the most down-to-earth real guy, you know, does in the world. was yoga. talks about the yoga. Talks- yeah. he, he doesn't drive a fancy car. You know, it's just, it's very interesting. It's so cool. All right. And so are you an AM or a PM workout person?
1: Okay. So try to be an AM to last. Uh, but I am a PM.
0: Reporter. All right. Yeah, I I'm like you. I try really hard to be the AM, but it ends up a lot of times at PM. And is if you have a favorite place you can escape to and travel, where would that be? Where's the first place you're going to
1: travel to now that you can? Um. So really, where I really want to go, uh, we can't go to yet. Uh, want to go to Mallorca. Oh, nice. Uh, So um, we we will be going to St. Lucia at the end of this year. But you know what? One of my favorite places is Aubert de Soleil.
0: Oh, nice. I know. Isn't it? Okay. There's not a lot to not like. It's uh, My husband will tell you it was one of the first places we ever went together. And we had massages out on the patio of our room overlooking. Oh, my gosh. That was just... Yeah, it's, a, it's an unbelievable service experience along with everything yeah. else. I,
1: just, I love Napa, Sonoma, I just
0: Yeah, yeah I have to say if, yeah. if you haven't done it, it is the place to go when it goes to service. And you have to have a massage outside overlooking the vineyards. It's just crazy good. Um, yeah. And then the last thing I'll ask you is, so favorite food that is your guilty pleasure? me,
1: I would Cakes, chocolate chip cookies and you have to put them in the oven so they're nice and warm so they're like crunchy and warm
0: i love it that's my favorite too well can i say this when you we end with the word warm you are so warm and you're so generous with your time so thank you so much and you guys all of the information on brilliance by brown will be on our podcast page so follow us and and we'll send you more and until next time Miss Heidi, it's always a pleasure. And thank you guys. Be well, be safe, be kind to one another. We're signing off.